I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. Round 16 gave us plenty of upsets on the field and left plenty of people upset off it with uh, the human bubbler tragedy. The bubbler. Yep. You can't go wean in your mouth, put it yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Johns doesn't seem to have a problem with it. No, neither does Joel Thompson, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I think there's only fresh air blowing in between the ears of those blokes. Um, the immortal. The eighth. Yeah, it's immortal. He might have been a smart rugby league player. He can play the game, but yeah, uh, I don't think that was the smartest thing he's ever said. Some of the stuff he spat out in recent days. I think uh, we'll wait till our questions are our lows before we go a bit more in depth. But as normal, our highlight, low light, best, worst, any questions coming out of the round, what was your highlight? Well, my highlight and low light are both the same. Well, revolve around the same club. The high was obviously <laughs> the Sharks' comeback win. That was sensational. And the party right. afterwards until the bubble happened. And the low light is obviously... Todd Carney, uh, the club itself, Peter Sharp, he's resigned today. They're a basket case. Um, if, NRL, if the NRL needs to come in and take control of any club in, in the NRL, uh, it's the Sharks. All I can say, West Coast Pirates. Yeah. Get them in. It's incredible. I mean, you know, everything that needed to be said has been said about what Carney did, but the question that I can't answer is why. Like, what what positively was to be, uh, what possibly was to be gained out of that? What was going through his head? Who took the photo? Did he allow him to take the photo? They had his mate on there last night saying he took the photo, didn't he? That Mick Robinson bloke. Yeah. And then he reckons he lost his phone, which is all, all, uh, definitely a crock. Yeah. It's just stupidity on the piss. Literally yeah. on the piss. But um, my low light was the same, so I don't think I really need to tap into that. Carney, aftermath, uh, sharp quitting, exactly the same thing as you. Club's a basket case. It's going to take him a long time to get out of this hole. Uh, they couldn't get a sponsor. They've just lost their marquee player. Yeah, they've freed up some money, but who's going to want to go there? No, exactly. And who's on the market for them to buy? That that kind of part of the year is almost gone as well. Uh, the juniors, like I said, there's a few blokes there, but there's nothing really outstanding that's going to save them the next couple of years. They, they need like a Gus Gould type rebuild or a Parramatta, Daniel Anderson, Brad Arthur kind of situation. They need a complete restaff, retooling, just everything from top to bottom. They need a complete restructure. But my highlight... Uh, the Friday night game, the Eagles and Roosters. I thought it was going to be a good game, and I thought it was a great game. It was. They yeah, ripped yeah. into each other. They're um, a class above those two sides at the moment, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think it's pretty fair that uh, you'd think one of those two right now are the favourite, regardless of um, form at different points of the season or some ups and downs and changes. Uh, they've got the two best squads, and I think when they play, you, you've seen the best uh, brand of football when those two come together. And I honestly think the two teams behind them at the moment are the Warriors and the Panthers, and that was a cracker game on Sunday as well. Yeah, the Warriors look really good. They've built nicely. But uh, what about your best of the round and your worst of the round? Worst of the round was easy. Sissa Wunga. He was absolutely horrendous yesterday. Absolutely horrendous. And my best, Manly. They are so tough. They... 
They're, they're so resilient. And probably the best out of, out of Manly is Jeff Toovey still blowing up in the press conference, even though they won. Winging them out four passes. And, yeah. and that, he brought up the grand final four no, passes. He brought up the one in the ruck. And all I've got to say is the old mate stuck his foot in there. Get out of the ruck. I was fine with that. Yeah, I was that fine try. With that. He goes, yeah, that should have been a knock-on. I go, mate, he's crowding the ruck and he's trying to play the ball. So yeah. I'm fine with that. Don't yeah. muck around the ruck. You don't have that problem. You give the space, guess what? He catches Jake, friend out of dummy half. Pretty much. But he didn't. So Pretty much. Stop whining, Jeff. You won. All right? We love you, angry Jeff, but you need to calm down. Mm-hmm. Need to play play the wiggles, mash banana, hot potato, something needs like that. Needs to be an investigation into the grand final, apparently. Yeah. Well, it well, wasn't forward pass in the grand final, but I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't care. It's done now. Try no. to score. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, my worst, the Raiders, absolutely disgusting. Um, they had a team down to 13, <laughs> 13 men virtually. They, uh, they, when Soasso Sue was a bit of pocket talk here, they reckon he might have a, a fractured shoulder. And he played on. That's how desperate they were for troops. Nofaluma had to get needled to come back on. They, they lost Tedesco in the first minute. Yeah. They played first second. absolutely rattled. And they looked better after they got gassed on their line for 10 sets coming out of yardage than the Raiders did. Yeah, if the Raiders were ever going to win a game, that was it. And they just they my, never looked like And my best is the Tigers for that simple reason. They had no right to win that game. And they've done that three times this year. They've had games where everyone's written them off and said they're That's probably why they're undermanned the and, and injured and they don't have the, the manpower. And they've just done it. They've got the job done. The other highlight probably was... Robbie Farah telling Brett White he's, that was he's played for five years too long. Brett White. And Robbie Farah's legend, Jason, uh, Jared Croker, about that semi-final kick in 2010. And then he missed it again. And he missed it again. Well, Brett and White. I did say that to you. I said he'd miss because he's a choker. He's, croker. Re- he's retooled it. But old uh, Brett White, that was brilliant. Brett White goes, what are you going to do about it? Robbie said, I'll effing punch out. And then he told him, mate, you should retire. You've been playing for effing five years too long. Yeah, You're a joke. Excellent. I was like, wow. Turn it up at home and had a chuckle about it. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie blowing up. Outstanding. Hopefully he takes that anger up there to Queensland and we finish the job 3-0. Yep. But uh, questions coming out of the round. I suppose the first one, who will coach Cronulla? Oh, they man. say Brett Kamali, but I wouldn't hide Brett Kamali. In the interim, I'd, I'd look at... Um, well, maybe even step in the 20s coach up. I, I don't know who the New South Wales Cup coach is there. I... It's a poison chalice. Like, do you really want to go there? That's and my thing about possibly they, not win a game for the next ten you know, weeks. The other thing they say it's a development role. There's not even troops there to kind there's of nothing. prove there's, your no, wares. there's nothing. There's nothing there to, nothing prove there your to be gained. With. Nothing so that, to that's be gained. What I'm looking at. Like, if I'm a say one of these coaches that's done some assistant roles or done twenties, like say Kidwell, or you know they've mentioned Kamali, someone who's done those kind of roles, I'm not looking at it as an opportunity because if I give up my position where I am. And they rehire, and I'm there for ten games. Does Shane Flanagan keep me? Do well, I, I, do I get another? What key? I'd be saying is Shane Flanagan. Who is going to be your assistant coach next year? Steve Price is going to be the okay. Assistant well, coach. Steve Price should be employed as a coach for the rest they of the season. They said that the other day. They reckon that he's con- been in contact. Whether that's the truth or not, it's a different story. But they reckon. Uh, obviously, he's a local. There's a, he there's a bloke there, John. Is it John Shepherd? John Shepherd. I think he's gone, isn't he? No, he's there. Yeah. Well, I think he was the twenties coach. I don't know. There's so, a few guys there that, that could take it over, but. You got to talk to Flanagan and say who's going to be your assistant next year. Give it to him. Well, if they were talking the other day that he was in contact with Steve Price because he's nearby, he likes him, he thinks he'd be a good addition. So I'm probably with you there. Regardless of the results, it's not going to matter. I'd no. bring him on. Or board. if they can't really find anyone, just I oh, know they won't. This will never happen. But captain but coach, I, yeah, just let <laughs> Gallon do it. Gallon, captain coach. Yeah, Gallon's knifed Sharpie, so and probably got to the point where, <laughs> where Sharp's gone I'm just I'm out I can't handle this anymore bring Trent Elkin back get someone back on board I don't know it's yeah I, it'd probably just be better not bringing anyone in just let him go and let just him play let play every week let go and pick let the side play. yeah let him go the old notepad writing the, the team on the, the can the biggest thing is also now like I mean they've lost Sharp 
Gallon's gone now to Origin. He's in Origin camp for two weeks. And they're going to play this weekend. They're too. going to play this weekend. They've got no one there. They've lost their halfback. They've lost their captain. They've <laughs> lost their coach. It's just... Mate, mate, I'll tell you what. I reckon this weekend they'll get beat by 60. Oh. They probably won't. They'll probably turn up and have a dig, get like thug on them and probably win by 10. But I reckon this get will be... Fight or something. This yeah. could be the closest, like, just they're one of the, either the biggest blowout we've ever seen or one of the ugliest games we've ever seen. If they just go, you know what, we'll just ruin the Roosters' chances. We're out, let's just go thugonomics on them. Yeah. Outstanding. I don't know what to say. Everyone would say, not, don't look forward to that game. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm oh. waiting for the Sharks to bring a prison side out and just go absolutely AWOL. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant. Bring a prison yeah. side out. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, awesome. the other one, I suppose, Carnage Future. We're hearing that it's going to be a life ban. You won't be able to play in the NRL again. If he was to come back, I reckon that straight away my first thought was going back to Canberra. I know it's probably, uh, you know, he's been fired there before, but he's a local boy. They need a half, and I think Ricky Stewart, uh, I'm not going to say he can tame him. I don't think anyone can tame Todd Carney, but if anyone needs somebody, that'd be the club. But I, yeah. there's, there's no way I think they will get him back. So I, I'm hearing French rugby and all the rest of it, but as we know, he's got a criminal record, so could he even get a visa? Who knows? I think he might. That, that, they're going to cross that bridge in the next couple of weeks. I, I, I'm thinking this is going to end up park football for the rest of his life, or no football. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some of the comment, the comments from him yesterday disturbed me enough. The fact that he thinks that he's, he's been somehow betrayed, and that, you know he, he would have had a leg to stand on if, if. Well, the fact that he doesn't think he should be sacked is is worrying enough. I, you, you can't. Well, that's no why. normal person could do that. If me or you did that and it was it was found, we'd probably be on the chopping block. Let alone someone who is a public figure, and whether you like it or not, NRL players they're they're in the public spotlight. Yeah. I don't think they're role models. No one should be should be uh, up in arms about him being a role model. He's yeah. not a role model, but he is in the public spotlight, and he does have a responsibility to behave accordingly. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, like I said before. The short and simple, anyone that's asked me at work or anywhere over the last couple of days is the Sharks are a brand, they're a business, they're struggling already, and they don't have a major sponsor, and he's their marquee player. Yeah. He's their highest-paid player. He's on the big bucks. He's their highest-paid player. He's he's got more than gallons, so it's simple. If your highest-paid player does things like that, you are definitely not going to get a sponsor. And that 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 shows you me enough as is how desperate Cronulla are. The fact that he that he is on more money than Gallon. Mm. Gallon should be easily their highest-paid player. He's the most loyal bloke there. They've got their they've got their chairs in the wrong order. Cronulla, it's yeah. They need a whole. A broom's got to go through the joint. You can almost just burn the place down and rebuild it and start again. They laid out five years, too. Out of all the offers he got last year, they laid out everything to make sure he couldn't leave because they knew they needed him to stay, which, you know, for his his past. And they let go of Chad Townsend. Imagine, he wouldn't have that issue. He should have been there. He should have been there still. They should probably have, uh, you know, been on the market uh, when, you know, Robson's come near the end of his time. They should have been on the market looking at He's somebody as well. Michael Leisha. Like, you just, you've got no no pieces on your chessboard there anymore, Cronulla. But all they've got You've got a bunch of back rowers. They've got Farmanu and they've got Valentine. But I looked at it the other day and I thought about it. Farmanu can play nine and halves. Valentine's probably going to be their future fullback. They could add Leisha at nine. They've got Sianni Massimo who's a good back rower. Young bloke. And, yeah, it's all those players. Chad Townsend, Tyron Peachy. All those guys should be in there right now. Tyson Frizzell. All yeah. those guys are playing at other clubs. They were their best players in the 20s, and somehow they got squeezed out. Mm. They weren't even retained. They bought 30-year-olds instead of keeping their best kids. So it's probably six names I chucked in there that are all playing NRL right now at a decent level that should be there, and this should be an issue. But, yeah, um, strange. Carney's future for me, I'm just looking at, regardless of what's going to happen, the visas, blah, blah, blah. If I'm Todd Carney, 
I don't think I'm going to get a gig in the NRL. I'm probably bringing French rugby if and organising the visa because yeah. I think that's the only way he's going to get decent money or an opportunity to kind of get away from it. And even they, if they reckon it's pretty much worldwide that photo, but if you're going to escape anywhere, I think uh, a, a country where you can't even understand what they're saying and getting that coin would probably be the best way to finish him off. But I also thought he'd be. He's high. my age as well. I mean, but he's, he's going to be only got four years left. He'll be isolated. That probably worries me more over there. If, if he's alone and he's got lots of spare time and still massive dollars, I reckon he'd get in even more trouble. Yeah. So but no one knows him over there. That's my only other worry. He could wing so. his mouth and, and no one would really care. Mm. Well, Moni, uh, probably the last thing I've got here, uh, Origin. So, Kronk back in. Um, do you think he'll play? Oh, I, de- I think he'll definitely play, well, which I, I think is ridiculous. If I'm Melbourne, I'm filthy. Yeah, I... We, we had this discussion we're, last we're night. We're hanging outside the eight. I put it up on the page today, and there was mixed reaction to it. Some people sort of said, yeah, you know, the old them. usual stuff, Melbourne, we all hate Melbourne, yeah, righto. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, most people were sort of in agreement. That... Well, as, as we said, though, take your goggles off and don't be a dickhead for a minute. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. If you're paying him 700 and you're on the spot they're in now, and they're obviously struggling without him, and you've just spent money with that calcifier and all these things to get him back, you're not getting him right for Queensland when they're finished. No. You're getting him right for your run home because you're the one who pay the bills. Basically. So yeah. I don't understand. I don't even understand why Queensland are picking him for the dead rubber. I'm sure he wants to play, but surely Melbourne could have sat down and talked to him about this situation. I'm, I'm very surprised. Um, my question was... McManus as well. How the hell does James McManus get a game in origin? Yeah, well, they said we'll stick with tried and true, but he's been in four losing games, hasn't he, I think, so... It's not like he's... George Tafua or Josh Mansour had to be picked. Well, Fox spot. Sports stats put up their numbers today and it was quite convincingly in favour of Josh Mansour with the 92 tackle busts and a stupid amount of metres, carries, everything was just well, well, well above McManus. And, I, yeah, if you're going off those kind of form... And I would have picked Pat Richards before I would have picked James Yeah, Mannis. well, same kind of deal. I think there was three At least we would have got a couple of kickoff errors from the big fella. Yeah, well, him, Tafua, Mansour, there's a couple of blokes I think you definitely could have picked in front of him. I don't mind Cordner coming back in. I didn't have a problem with that. Well, the, my only issue with that is he's gone back on his word. And I wouldn't have picked Tony Williams at the start, but he said he was going to take as close to as possible as uh, game one or anyone who's played for him. So he's already backflipped on that. Mm-hmm. So if I was Tony Williams, I, you know... He'd be filthy. I'd be pretty dirty if he announced that last week saying T-Rex will be in and T-Rex is not even in the squad. That's, uh, yeah. Josh Morris comes back in for Jennings, so... Well, he said that was going to happen, though. He mm. said he was going to guarantee those two players a spot, and uh, he didn't. He got yeah, Gordon. Well, Gordon played well on Friday, don't get me wrong, but uh, don't say those kind of things. No, unless you're going to... Because if I heard that, I'd be cheering, thinking, you know, that's awesome, I'm getting... I said that game two after being 18th man, I'm getting back in, and he now he's not even in the squad. Boom, gone. So... You got any questions? Not really, mate. That my one was mainly around James McManus. Uh, the other one was about Origin with Cronk because I knew that was uh, getting up your nose a little bit. But uh, it was it was another weekend. I thought the games were good on the weekend. Well, probably my um, only other one actually. Thinking about it, uh, Dave Taylor's in the seventeen. Josh McGuire's on the outside. I reckon Melbourne Ingle would knife Dave Taylor and play McGuire. Yeah, Taylor he hates play. Dave Taylor. That's my opinion. Taylor won't play. He's got Morgan there for extra cover. I don't think he'll get him, but I reckon he'll he'll knife Taylor this game for sure. Unless unless Gillette's not healthy, which means then Maguire will get in on that side of things, or Parker, one of those guys. But yeah, I think Maguire will uh, get a debut. All done, Dustin, mate. All done, Shibby. Well, that wraps up the Fast Five. We'll jump into our reviews of the games from the weekend. The round kicked off with a blockbuster grand final rematch on Friday night at Brookvale between the Eagles and the Roosters, and the Eagles got home 
24-16 and a great game, bro. It was. It was a cracker. There was high intensity um, and you couldn't really pick the winner until about 15 to go and uh, it was probably a couple of key errors from the Roosters' halves that ended up costing them, I think. Yeah, well, they started fast, man, that's for sure. You thought they were going to get blown away, the old Roosters, but they settled into the game. As you said, high intensity, lots of push and shove and aggressiveness. Uh, fought their way back in, thought they looked pretty good. Uh, actually thought they probably had the better of the chances as well, Yeah. for the most part. But uh, at the end of the day, Manly iced it. Brett Stewart was uh, fantastic, and that set play in particular, that was a great set play that got him over the line. And then they finished it off with some nice hands in the corner, as they always do with that uh, classy back line to ice the game. He could get in for a double. That is a uh, an area of the Roosters game I'm worried about, the fullback position. Fullback. The fact that they're changing um, when it comes into good ball. Uh, I just... I look at the way that Stuart links with Manly's halves and the way that there seems to be a disconnect between the Roosters' halves and Sheck and Minicello and who's going where and, and what's happening. Uh, I think it's an issue. I think Sheck deserves to play that full time. I think it's clear when he's at the back that he can actually link up. Minicello mm. can't pass. I just think there's confusion, especially in sets where, let's say, that they're defending and, and Sheck's on the wing, Minicello's at fullback, and then they drop the ball and Roosters go into attack mode straight away. They don't have enough time to adjust to it. For, to then roll in and, and one guy to roll out. I, it's only sort of from set plays where they know it's going to be good ball that he goes to fullback. I, it doesn't make any sense to well, me. I've said it before. I'm fine with uh, two of us to check playing fullback full time. Yeah, Surely Minichello can stay on the wing because he can't ball play. No, he can't. Sheck's thrown some passes this year that have set tries up and he can run and straightens things up a lot better. He, he's your more modern. Well, I guess the concern is obviously um, under the high ball. Maybe there's concerns uh, for Sheck under the high ball. Minichello makes three or four errors a week just yeah, in general in, plays. In yardage, so. exit. Ex- uh, exiting. That's the only the only issues I can see because of um, Sheck's size. Yeah, I don't have a problem. But he beats that. he beats the first tackle every he, time. And he right? finds a ground. He's Clint Chavosky Jr. in that regard. Yeah. Chavosky used to beat the first tackle and find his front. I've got to be honest. I'd I'd be very keen. And if I was uh, if I was Trent Robinson, I'm not going to tell him how to suck eggs because he's his track record's phenomenal. But it just looks to me that especially when you when you put them up against the uh, Manly, and I know it was a brookie, and I know um, the Roosters had a couple of players out, but it just was a glaring hole for me that the class of Stewart um, and his combination with the halves and, and the lack of, I guess, for the Roosters. I, the Roosters' halves are both terribly out of form as well. I think Pierce, the fact he missed out on origin and, uh, you know, Maloney's not in great form. Um, New South Wales won the series. I think that's been a bit of a kick into the guts for those blokes. So I think this season's going to either go one or two ways for the Roosters. It's gonna, they're going to get into FU mode, those blokes, or they're just going to continue to fizzle out. And I think slides are going to go past them in the run to the semis because the footy they're playing at the moment isn't good enough. No. Well, I think that's why I feel bad for Friend. I think Friend's had a great year again, even though the halves have been... Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, he's been great, but he just hasn't had the same support he got last year. I, I, also, don't think, I also don't think the forward pack's been as dominant no, as last year. No, we're not besides probably Moa and the younger blokes have not quite... I think Moa has probably been their best player. Yeah, and I think Corden has showed you why he's such a good player. He's though. a class actor. After that break, he come back in, hit that line seamlessly, and he played good again the other night. But yeah, he's a class Like actor. I said, they've got a little bit to work on, but they still went on that winning streak ridiculously with the quality in their side. Uh, you know, just purely off quality. And I think Sonny Bill's had a pretty ordinary year to bit. Uh, he's been quiet. He hasn't had much influence. He's, in, he's about to finish, supposed to try and finish off with a bang, but to me, he just seems a little bit distant in some of those games. He's yeah. not quite in there, but uh, full credit to Manly. They keep adjusting. They keep winning regardless of the circumstances. Some of the forwards are, have impressed me, like Sonny Filaya now got himself locked up. I think Louis, I liked him when he was at Brisbane. Didn't seem to get the time. He's now started. 
a little bit Bureau getting his time as well. I think all these blokes uh, mainly just keep seem to be a revolving door, and it doesn't matter what happens. And you know they keep those halves, and they've got their future. Yeah. But uh, this week they play the Dogs away. No, a tough game, I suppose, to pick. Well, this Origin crap, I can't wait till it's over. Yeah, well, Cherry Evans, is, Cherry Evans is really the only one they're going to lose. Why so. is this game played now? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. These, these are wasted games. Same this as when crap. Melbourne played the Roosters during it and uh, Roosters, Dogs, vice versa. Um, you know, the, the Dogs are going to be more affected, obviously. They're going to be missing their halves. Josh Morris, T-Rex will probably play unless he's called in, I suppose. Mm-hmm. There's 18th man or something goes awry there, so... They're going to feel the brunt a little bit more. I would probably lean in the favour of Manly purely just having Forum, Stewart, and that back line. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, the Dogs, this will be the last time the Dogs will have to suffer. The Roosters, they're not going to suffer. they got Cronulla. It's <laughs> going to be a bloodbath, like I said, or it's going to be a very violent game, one of the two. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you can't see the Roosters getting beat. Nah, they're a eight, and I think the Sharks are the furthest outsiders this year at $8.25. Black so, caviar odds. Yeah, ridiculous. But the other Friday night game... Cronulla, the basket case is 24 to 22 over the Broncos, and all I can say is you can't lose when you're up 22 0. Well, they did. Yep, they did. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw it out I picked there again. it. Brock gonna, picked it. I'm going Mr. Gossip called me an idiot on the yep. podcast last week, and I got, got us 400 bucks for our charity. Well, I'm going to throw it out there. I have to say it. People are still bagging Ben Hunt. You're idiots. And he doesn't have a partner. Someone the other night He's said... He's hooked at the hookers Ben Barber's playing like a Someone busted. said the other night, he didn't ice the game. He oh, set up all the other tries. What else do you Who want someone to said do? it last night on the Matty John show? Jordan Tallis said it. He didn't they ice go, the he game. He didn't ice the game. He set up all the tries. He's the only one doing yeah. anything. He's got no fullback help. They've got no McCulloch. He's got a bloke standing next to him in six who has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. They didn't have Parker there. They didn't have Gillette there. The bloke couldn't have done any more. He's absolutely dominated. If they win that game, he gets three WM points again. Hands down. Yeah, oh, definitely. He's been absolutely outstanding. I'm sick of people bagging on him. You're absolute idiots if you think he's not playing good. And he's, yeah. he's been he, top need, he needs some more help. If he was in any other side, if he's playing at Melbourne or Parramatta or anyone else where they've kind of got a partner or a combination going, if Norman's still there like he should be, helping him out this year, they're killing it. Yeah. They're absolutely murdering it because Norman would play that little backup role like he's done nicely for Sandia. Or, you know, you look at the manly combination. Obviously, they can't get somebody of that quality. But anyone with decent halves pairings with a bit of support, I think Ben Hunt would be tenfold better than where he already is right now, mm. doing the job on his own. And, and no fullback, like you said. I agree. Ben Barber has been absolutely awful. Yeah, so, I, um, yeah, I feel bad for him, but outstanding. As soon as they send a break that duck, uh, as far as the point scoring was concerned, the floodgates just opened. And the sad thing is the name I'm going to use is Todd Carney. Todd Carney single-handedly took control set, of that game. He set four tries up. Scored, and, well, he set three up, scored one. Another thing I said last year, this was his real explosion game after he had a few good weeks, but this game he really put his stamp on the season last year. He set up all three of their tries. He threw those massive cutout passes for Stapleton. Mm. And you were just I thought about it the other night when I told you, I can't tip him, but I think it's going to be that game. It was exactly that game. Carney did exactly the same thing again, and now he's fired. Yeah. So from that high on Friday night to not having a job and their club just lay in tatters. But uh, where to for them this week? No idea. All I can say is they have to be wooden spoon, uh, wooden spoon certainties. Brisbane, that worried me, that loss. They should have won that game. They go into the bye now, but they should have had a four-point win there. I think that almost would have pushed them into the bottom of the eight. But yeah. uh, they've now left themselves in a little bit of limbo. Dragons and Melbourne have obviously creeped up a spot. Parrish still hanging there. The Tigers are around there. So there's a little bit of pressure with the Warriors and the Cowboys still there as well. Definitely. It's, a, but, uh, it's going to be a battle. That was a big win. That would have been uh, you know, a pretty well, pretty big step towards uh, holding their spot in the finals. So, yep. uh, they've got the bye this week. They definitely need that. A lot of players going origin. As we said, Cronulla doesn't get any easier. They've got to play the Roosters. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath, you would imagine. But Saturday, 
diabolical game, but good on the Tigers. 19-18 over the Raiders. Uh, Nofaluma hurt. Tedesco hurt off the first kickoff, shattered kneecap. Suasso Sue, shoulder injury. Tim Simona, KO, absolute reshuffle from hell. No one on the bench. Big Bop was playing big minutes, and Canberra still couldn't get the job done. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty simple, this one. I mean, the Tigers, it was a war zone, an absolute war zone. And the Raiders had all the ball... Uh, all the possession, all they, the penalties, all the calls. They had a lot go their way and they still couldn't win. And Halves, awful. Unbelievable. Halves, awful. They didn't play the conditions. They played side to side. and uh, the, the Tigers, they played a simple game plan, but they, when they held onto the ball, they, they had the clear they advantage in territory. Football. Luke Brooks, class, yeah. Robbie Farrell, class. And you know, it's even sadder example, we said this, after six or seven sets on their line at the end of the game there, where they couldn't ice it and they missed the field goal and the penalty goal, the first time the Tigers come out of yardage after just being flogged on their sets. line, eighty meters. They made eighty meters, mm. and they just did. They didn't even do anything, uh, you know, complicated. But no, Canberra, seriously, what are you doing? But Canberra's got no leg speed in their forward pack. They've got no punch. They don't push up, and then Where's their the halves go side to side. Their even kicking even game isn't very good. I'm sick of saying it, but I'm going to say it again. Mitchell Cornish to halfback, Josh McCrone to nine. Bring up Jack Ahern if you're playing him at six in the Queensland Cup. Put him in six. Your year's done. Get rid of Campo. Your year is done. All right? So um, stop And the on. fact that at the end of the game, you, you, you want to get the ball into your, uh, the hands of your best player. And the best player for Canberra, and has been all year, is um, Jared Croker. Yeah, Every time he touched the ball, he looked like he was going to make a line break. A, a few times he did. Yeah, and he's getting the ball like a metre in front of his centre. He's not even getting the ball in space and he's no. still finding a way to make line breaks. He's getting, he's, it, getting it coming into contact in the line. They don't even get him time. He's, to incre- he's incredible for him. I, I would have picked him, I would have even thrown him into origin on the wing for James McManus. So He's in incredible form. He's a brilliant player. And I the, goal, the goal kick, obviously, I, I think he's still got his demons there, but um, he's all around game. You know, I felt sorry incredible. for him. The two back rowers. At Vaughan and Kennedy, the some oh, of the service just got the they same got. Thing. They got rubbish I'll tell you what, some of the catches Kennedy had to make under pressure, yeah. some of the passes he got, how he kept the ball, I have no idea. No. And Branko Lee showed us some of his brilliance, but they. It's only his second game, isn't it, Branko? They Lee? need to sort the halves out, though. Cornish and Ahern, whatever they're doing right now, they need to come out of New South and Q Cup if they're six and seven. They've played together. They're Australian kangaroos, junior kangaroos, play them. Don't yeah. worry about the year, your year's done. You're on, you're on the. You're absolutely. Well, you're right. The halves are the issue. It's like trying to run a restaurant without a chef. Well, if you've got you two, can't do I'll it. I'll tell you what. If you've got two junior kangaroos and you've got two blokes that aren't your well, future, you put them up, in. what do you do? You put them in. Because guess what? Otherwise, someone else is going to grab them. And Sam Williams should never have been forced to go either. No. So they've just really duffed it up. They've had schoolboys in that spot where no one has anyone. And they've got the two New South Wales and uh, Queensland under 18s halves there now again. So I'd be interested to see in two years' time if they can stuff that up as well with Wally Lewis's nephew. And yeah. uh, another croaker, Lachlan Croker, was brilliant. Yeah, they're just, they're just endowed with halves. I don't know how they're doing bad. And they can't hold on to them. They him. can't keep them, and they can't. And Tyler they Cornish, him in great. Mitch Cornish's brother, they said, no, nah, we won't keep you. He's signed up two years first grade at the Roosters now. Mm. So sort it out. Put the two junior kangaroos in. All right, Branko's in, Milf's in, there's a couple of them in. Let Ahern and Cornish play for the rest of the year. Because yeah. you are done. They should be worried about not getting the spoon, and they definitely shouldn't now. The Sharks are in the hole they're in, but. Jesus Christ, they keep playing that way. It wouldn't surprise me if the Sharks beat them. <laughs> this week, they've got the bye, and let me tell you, if I'm Ricky Stewart, I need the bye. need to go home and kick the dog and punch a couple of holes in the wall and have about 30 schooners and yeah, sit I, in the dark I, room. As you said, I don't think, I don't think the, uh, the answer's too far away. It's just about having the kahunas to, to make the call. Roll the troops in. Who cares about Campo? It's like sacrilege almost. Well, it's any, any, well name, me a, name me a junior, right? Like a kid that they've brought up into first grade that hasn't gone well this year. 
I can't think of anyone. Well, you got you got Vaughan and you got Kennedy who have been probably standouts. You've had uh, Mitch Cornish who's had limited time but looked okay. You've had Branko Lee come in and look very good. Yeah. You've had Sam Salima come in and look okay. You've had Shannon Boyd come in. He's gone all right. Yeah, he's, but he's the same deal. Like, he gives him five, ten minutes. He doesn't leave That's, him on. But what I'm saying is, I mean, there's a track record there of those guys handling it. And if these guys are a step above those blokes back at 20s level or back at SG ball level or whatever, put them in. Mm. Well, that's what I'm getting at. I've been whinging about it all year. I wrote it in our, yearly, our start of the year reviews that I almost would have been straight away onto that program because they, they think they thought they were going to make the eight. He's kidding himself. Yeah, I, I don't understand. If, if he's going to be there for seven years and... Start the building process. Exactly. And be exactly. smart about it. Don't lie to yourself and say we've got the squad. It's the same squad they've had for six years. But let's... um. Well, I know we've, we've gone off onto the Canberra tangent, but the Tigers, that was a brilliant win. That was a real tough win. I'm hurting for James Tedesco. I, yeah. I don't care about these stupid people saying, come on, man. One person on our page wrote, they must have planned it. Dirty tactics. Obviously, you weren't watching the game, you goose. It was a knee <laughs> clash, and he sprinted at him a million yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. You've got to watch the game before you make a stupid call like that. But just a tough win. Marty Tapao's a weapon. That bloke monstered some people. Yeah. Luke Brooks is all class. I haven't seen a smarter half, and especially Matty John said it the other week. I couldn't agree more. Positional play, starting position from every single play. I haven't seen a half that sets himself up better or runs better. And he's 19. It's scary. No. And we're going to get to see Mitchell Moses this weekend at fullback. Um, he's probably better suited in the halves at this point in time, but even at fullback, I think he would chip in nicely around the ruck and uh, float around it and ball play. So he's a class really man. good times coming ahead for the Tigers, which yeah. is good to see. And Mick Potter, good on you, because they were on death road you last year, and all we kept doing was backing you, saying that they should let him fire through after all the blood work he did with those kids, and look how much it's paid off. All those kids are killing it this year. Great job by you. Yeah. And, uh, they've got the Panthers this week at home. Uh, tough game, because Penrith don't really lose anyone. Moses in, like we said, Luani comes in, Brooks. I think they'll do it tough this week. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Simone and Offaluma. All the lineups aren't out yet, but I think they might uh, might have a bit of a battle on their hands. But the other Saturday night game, what a shock uh, to see the Cowboys dish out the result. They did 20 to 18. Well, it didn't shock me. I just I couldn't, I couldn't tip them after what I saw on Monday night. 16 nil after 10 minutes. I didn't care if they're at home. They've lost a lot of troops as well. You're better at home, they're a different side. And they're just unleashed. And, um, you know, I can't take anything away from them besides the fact they. You know, it took them all game to score another four points after being 16 blip up. South fought back, but I really thought uh, you saw the importance of George Burgess. I thought they roll on was dead without Sam and George. They complement each other so well. Sam's still trying hard, but without his brother there, the old twin tower, uh, you know, I, I think he, he's definitely definitely worth the money that he's probably going to make in the next couple of years. He's a great player. Yeah. They hurt without Olivar as well. I'm sorry, but Nathan Merritt's not first grade standard anymore. He got beaten up, he got KO'd, he got a busted nose, he just got picked on. He doesn't want to get physically manhandled either. No. They need to get Walker back in when he's healthy. Uh, Orvar, if his ankle's bung, well, you know, they might have to wait, but I would have rather Lottie DeCurry than Nathan Merritt. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. Lottie DeCurry at least is good in yardage. Nathan Merritt just got picked on and he doesn't like it. No. He really doesn't he like it. He stayed down a couple of times when he... I, he I, know, I know the nose was legitimately busted, but all the other times, he just doesn't like the contact. And that's that's how it is now. He's not uh, your prototypical first-grade winger anymore. Pretty much. So, you know, it's it's about that time. I think they're going to keep him around for community purposes. Good on him. He's been loyal. He's done good. Keep him around for that. But as far as the NRL stakes, I much would have rather Lottie DeCure on the weekend. He would have dug in. but Couldn't agree more. I've just got to say, Michael McGuire's disappointed me. Their game plan's horrible. Mm. They are so basic. They have not expanded at all. They've actually gone backwards from where they started a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I think they've got better... Not so much better troops all around, but they've got troops in there that 
make me think uh, after three years that things should have developed a little bit. The game plan should have developed a little bit. Yeah, it hasn't really, has it? And, uh, you know, they're not going to compete at the back end of the year. We said this earlier, unless they find more points. Uh, we disagreed on this, but I think Kiri needs to play six with Reynolds in the halves, and I'd put uh, Sutton on the left edge because that's pretty much what he plays anyway. He'd just be one spot in further defensively, but I'd need all three of those on there. Kiri's really the only one of those guys that has that natural ball-playing ability and that creative running uh, you know, that, that ability to take on the line and create space. I think they need a, a, a bit of a spark plug in there. Well, they do. 100% they do. Um, and I wouldn't. I can't take Coruscant off the bench. They need Coruscant to stay there. At the back end of the game, I thought they had enough ball to win, but they just they couldn't come up with anything creative. And, um, you know, the Cowboys scrambled well. But it just shows you when the Cowboys get field position, uh, they can put points on they so quickly. They played didn't they? Because they've towed uh, both South and the Roosters up at home this year now. And, uh, well, not that they towed South, but they could have easily gone on with oh, the job. They should have gone better. on with the job, but I was really happy to see Tarek Sims have a really big game. I thought he played outstanding. Love seeing Ashton get fired up as well and try and punch holes in everybody. Uh, all around, great performance by them. I thought they all chipped in, contributed nicely. JT had a pretty good game as well. Yeah, he did. Michael Morgan continues to show us why he's earned a uh, spot in that Queensland squad. He's going to be actually playing this week, and I read on the internet. Yeah. So he's going to come in as the 19th man. It's unlikely he'll play, but that experience in camp, uh, I don't think that's a bad idea. No, he can play in the halves, he can play at fullback, and I think he's going to get a nice payday next year it's a good when he's off contract. He's definitely earned it. But uh, the Cowboys, they're away this week. I know they're going to be missing troops, but Jesus Christ, their away record just killed them this year. It's a bit like Parramatta. They've won a couple on the road, but they're almost just a home team, aren't they? They're like Canberra used to be. They virtually need to win all their home games and scrape a few on the road to make the eight oh, yeah, um, a couple of years back. It was interesting to hear uh, Paul Green on Sturlow last week um, addressing the team post-match after the Newcastle loss, I had him um, wired up and he was saying about the away record, I think it's starting to do his head in and he was sort of saying, you know, no, people aren't going to stop talking about it until we yeah, make we'll him shut it. up, you know. So, oh, they're aware of it. Uh, it's just about adapting away from home and, you know, they they know this, but if they're to make a tilt at the Premiership, they're going to have to win two games in Sydney. Yeah, that's... Back to pack, so... Uh, and, unless they finish top four and win and, you know, there's pretty much no chance they're going to finish top four now. Yeah, so. they've left that a bit late, as we've said before. But yeah. away to St. George, they're going to be missing Dugan and Merrin, but you'd think they've probably got more troops on board with their halves. Obviously, Benji, Widop, Nightingale, they've got a couple of Kiwi boys. It's an important game for the Dragons. So, yeah, I think the Dragons will win this game. I think they'll win it pretty well. But uh, South, they've got the Titans. They don't lose their halves. They've obviously got a lot of the Pommy boys there. Luke at nine, they have to win this game as well. They'll destroy Because the, the Titans will be stripped out. So this is one they should definitely dominate. Sunday kicked off, uh, probably you know my second favourite game of the round, the Warriors, 30-20 to 20 over the Panthers, and the Warriors just played some brilliant footy. They started fast, they get to their edges, um, you know, they rolled forward. Conrad Hurrell just absolutely showed up Jamal Idris all day. He did, yeah. He embarrassed him, to be honest. Uh, he was brilliant. Sean Johnson, I thought, was brilliant. The forwards were outstanding. I think there wasn't many negatives for me, and I think Miner has had his best season to date, as far as a complete year. I think Miner Vadovoy got the errors out of his game, doing a lot more... Dirt work. He's taken those first carries, and he's you know he's finishing as he always done. But I think he's a much complete, more complete player now. He is than he ever has been, and he's really been good this year. He is. He. Uh, well, I mean, you could go through several of them that have flipped their form since the start of the year. I mean, Conrad Hurrell spent the first uh, month in in reserve grade. He was outstanding. I mean, Johnson and uh, Townsend struggled. Tompkins has been up and down, but I think you just go back to the forward pack there. Ford Pack's been dominant. When they're when they're rolling downhill, they're just so hard to stop. And 
They do the um, when they do the basic try, they look outstanding. But I, I actually thought, and up until Johnson's intercept, I thought it, it was going to go to Golden Point or close to because uh, Seguiara. I think if he dummied and ran there, that Penrith were through. And any time Penrith got the ball down the Warriors end, they they seemed to to score. Whereas uh, you know when when the Warriors got the ball down Penrith's end, at times they they scored easily, but other times Penrith uh, managed to hold them out. And uh, I, I just got the impression that um, Penrith were right up for it, but. They made more errors and gave away more penalties in that game that they have than they have done all season, and that's what the whole game's built around. Not not uh, dishing the Warriors' field position, especially over there and against the Warriors. They're the biggest field position side in the competition. I'm going to throw it out there. I still think the Warriors are top four contenders. Well, they are. I reckon they can scrape in the top. They four. are definitely. They're going to have to win a couple of tough games at the end of the year. But well, we spoke about that game being important for those two during Origin. Obviously, that that will further behind Penrith, but that would have been critical to Penrith probably being close to the top four because that was the only real game they've had this period against a team who also wasn't origin effective. Well, that was almost the origin period grand final because they're yeah, the two teams, they're the two that, teams. Have, yeah, that have still got a full roster. Yeah, even so. though the Roosters lose a couple, their, their squad's just ridiculous. But those two being unaffected, that was the, the the hardest game during that period that you looked at and you go, that game's going to be important for something. This year it's top four. Well, I think anything. clearly you're going to have... top eight for the Warriors. You're going to have uh, Manly, South, Roosters who are all going to finish top four. Bulldogs will be around about, so I think. Well, I think they're the three that you could lock in. It's just who the other one is, whether it's Warriors, whether it's Penrith, whether it's, it's Bulldogs. the Bulldogs. Yeah. And it's going to be a real vital position to land in. Yeah, well, you, you, sure. want to be in the, you want to be in the top, you don't want to be fighting to survive first week. And you'd probably think now that Manly are going to finish minor premiers. Because you don't want to get stuck in that battle. Uh, you if know, you finish fourth, if, you have to go to Brookie first week. I mean, that's yeah, the, we, well, 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 well they probably won't play at Brookie, they'll well, play at the SFS. You still don't want to scrape into the bottom eight, I think, if the Warriors and the Cowboys slide in there again. I know the Cowboys had a shoddy record, but I wouldn't want to be playing either of them or the Storm first week if I was a team no, sliding well, in, if they found form on the run in. So, yeah, top four would be very vital for any of those sides. But uh, NZ, they've got the bye this week. Uh, I bet you they would have loved to have played this weekend and get another weekend opponent, but it hasn't worked out that way. But a good note to go on, that's a four-point win virtually last week. Penrith, as you said, they got the Tigers a little bit weakened. It's a must-win. And this is a game last year that they missed the eight. This cost them. They lost that game to a weakened Tigers, and we both said it. This will probably make they a miss. Led, and They led 20 nil, I think, in that game. Yeah, Tim Simona just absolutely embarrassed them yeah. at Penrith, so... Uh, big game for them just to keep pushing for that top four spot. It is. I'm, I'm actually hoping to get out there after our, our game on Sunday morning and, and have a look. Lockhart on Sunday afternoon, nothing better. Mm. A couple of me mates that go for the for the Tigers, so it'll be nice to see them crying at Lockhart. But yeah. I, I think that's almost the pick of the round, that game. No, I don't think it'd be too bad. I think the Tigers missing a couple of players kind of hurts and the injuries as well. Might be a bit of a blow at Myers, but uh, Sunday wrapped up with the Eels losing to the Newcastle Knights, 16 to 10, Newcastle, I don't know if it's if the issues have been sorted out or what it is, but the, the, the Darius Boyd thing annoys me because we're all hearing he's on the way out, so I'm getting the feeling this is like manager talk time. All the stuff's happened, he's not getting paid, they're just starting to discuss the move, so now it's time to show you wares for a couple of weeks while we're negotiating, and he's done that. Of course it is. He was outstanding, but I have no doubt that's the reason. They're not stupid, they know when it's time to go. So he's setting himself up, but uh, other than that, I can't knock them. I thought they were pretty good. Um, Parramatta, they're a little bit flat at the moment. Uh, you know, relied on Jared Hayne a little bit. Think Sandow tried his, to push his hand a little bit too much the other day. Errors have started to creep in the last month for them. Errors have been a real big problem. Yeah, oh, definitely. And it's been murdering in a couple of games. Still super impressed, as always, by some of those young kids, though. Paulie Paulie, Junior Paulo. They really loaded up. Uh, DeGoyce, again, like I said, I know I know he's no Peds. I don't think it was a bad buy, though, but they're, they're kind of still going through a bit of hurt now. They're flattened out a bit. They've got a couple of injuries. It's bit of a struggle time for them, so it's going to be vital to pick up a win or two because they've just slid onto the, the cusp of the eight now. 
Well, they have. Yeah, they have. I, oh, I can't really work Parramatta out at the moment. I, I don't know whether they're slipping or um, whether they're just going through a little they've bit lost, of a drop in they've form. They've lost players too, though. Hopewato's not playing. You got no, no Nathan Peets playing. Uh, you know, the no, I did say when mound breaks his forearm. Yeah, I did say when Peets went out. out that I couldn't see them making the eight. But then, I, from what I saw from them, probably for the month after that, and when they picked up De Goyce, I sort of thought maybe they will sneak in. But now you're probably looking at three or four sides at the bottom of the eight. There, they're going to be fighting to get in. Obviously, the Cowboys, yeah, the Tigers, Melbourne, um, the Eels, the Dragons. So there's a handful of sides there that are going to fight it out. So. I think things are starting to fall in the Dragons' favour in all those teams, to be honest. They, they've got almost full complement. Paul McGregor seems to have shuffled things a little bit better than what Price did, and he's almost going to get Morris back soon. He's got Nightingale back. Dugan in the centres, Quinlan. I think he's kind of uh, got things rolling a bit more nicely in regards of troops and the way they're playing. Melbourne need Cronk to get through this game uninjured if he does play. This will be critical for them if he gets hurt again. Yeah, definitely. And I look at the teams like the Titans, who are probably slipping backwards. Para don't have the depth to replace, and you know... That Pete's is gone. You know Manu's out for a little bit longer. You know Mossop's pretty much gone for the rest of the year, I think, with his injury. So they're starting to feel the pinch of just depth at this point. They've, yeah, got, they've yeah. got a nice uh, starting 17, as we said, but they've just got to, uh, you know, probably purchase a few more players to just solid up their squad a little bit to complement those juniors they got to have a better top 25. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard times to see what happens. But Newcastle, we all kind of thought they wouldn't get the spoon. Uh, they pretty much got the same squad they had last year. You're starting to see some half-decent football. Don't think they can make the eight, but they're definitely going to get away from the bottom. That's for sure. Yeah, for me, I mean, Titans, Knights, Raiders, Sharks are gone. So really, it's it's a comp in four, and I'd, I'd almost say the Dragons couldn't make the eight, but I'm not going to go that far. I mean, no, I wouldn't after yet. their win last night. I it was think they're in better, better position than a couple of those teams health wise at the moment to make a run. Yeah. But well, I mean, the Titans, Dragons, Cowboys are all on sixteen points, but. Yeah, well, the Eels and Newcastle both have the bye. The Eels definitely need it. They're, those few troops, they need a bit of rest. They're trying to get Hopwater back on the field. You don't know when. Loco's still been indefinite for the whole year as well. So yeah. there, there was players before the season even started they couldn't even play in their top 25. So I think they're overachieved, really, for their circumstance. But yeah. um, the round wrapped up, as we said, St. George 24-12 to winners over the Melbourne Storm. I thought the Dragons were faster. Uh, they started well. I thought their pressure and defence and the early shifts killed Melbourne. They tore Melbourne's edges apart. Well, their kick chase was better to start with. Their kick kicking game was better. Their chase was better. Um, as you said, they there was a clear plan to go to Melbourne's edges. And Melbourne's edge defence is some of the worst I've seen from any team this year. Um, guys coming in, guys holding, guys turning out. Guys having their, the centre run behind them. Sister Wunga last night was facing the sideline and the centre had run behind him. Well, I know they dropped Tonema Paya, but it's, Un- a, it's, unbelievable. At, it's at the point now where I think Tonema Paya was doing a better job than he was. Uh, either. Or Korobiti. I, I think he needs a bit of polish, but I wouldn't be surprised if they made a decision next week with Tonema Paya or Korobiti coming in for Wunga. Wunga needs a bit of time and cut. There's two, um, two chains of thought for me. Like either Bellamy's in the process of changing their defensive system or. They've forgotten the defensive system because it just it looks as though they're, they're not practising their defence at all. And, uh, you know, being a coach, I know sometimes you, you do a lot of work at training and they go out in the field and, and keep doing, fall, fall, fall back into the same bad habits. But it's been for a long period of time now and you come to expect that teams coached by Craig Bellamy are going to be um, pretty spick and span when it comes to their defence. And uh, they're, they're leaking points like a sieve. I mean, it's a few times last night where. Uh, the Dragons just, you know, the ball went down on, on, on a kick and they, they received it and they just met two passes and went straight through Melbourne. Yeah, they did. So I was, I was worried. I was worrisome for 
for Melbourne. But I, to be honest, I, I really thought it's a game that it's a game that they're going to circle Melbourne. And you know, if they happen to miss the eight by a point or two, that'll be one they circle because I could show you on video five or six times where Melbourne should have scored. scored. Well, I'll tell you the difference, and I bring this up right now: the polish of Cronk. Um, that's why I'm dirty. He's playing for Queensland and might, you know, putting himself at risk. The polish of Cronk, they win that game. I they think. do, yeah, but not taking anything away from no. the Dragons. But they I'm just were. Saying that there's some moments there that would have made the game, you know, closer, closer, yeah, closer and definitely. they they lack that touch. And I think that's why I'm worried. If I'm a Melbourne fan or if I'm Craig Bellamy, that he's going to be probably playing this game. Yeah, their run home really relies on him coming back and filling that gap because Smith's been a lot better. He's been getting a dummy half. Billy Slater's in top form. The last piece of the puzzle now after that slide. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The start of the year is getting Cronk back in because yeah. it was the opposite at the start of the year. Cooper Cronk was leading the way in all categories and he wasn't getting help from the other two. Mm. They've, they've lifted their game up a little bit and he's the last piece to come back in, I think, to kind of lift them up to that level where they do slide into the eight. So. Uh, but for the Dragons, I think everything's looking better. Widop and Benji are starting to learn how to share the ball a little bit more. Mitchell Rain got a good role in a dummy half, uh, putting the forwards back how they should be in the actual positions. Mm. DeBellin at 13 was good. Uh, Mike Cooper, the Pommy, looked good. Durgan's looking okay in the centres, you know. He's getting better at that position, so all around. But I like their back. I like their back. When they get out of dummy half in yardage, the shifting of the ball, they've got a really good back five, the Dragons. Mm. And they've still got Josh Morris to come back. So Yeah, I just thought they, they played smarter. They completed their sets and kicked long. and uh, It was it was a clinical performance. Yeah, very good by them. And uh, they've got the Cowboys at home this week. As we know, they can't travel and they're missing rep players. Uh, yeah, they've missed Merrin and Dugan, but I think they can cover that loss. I think they should win this game pretty comfortably. Melbourne have got the buyer. They'll be pretty happy about that, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Bit of a rest-up period for them. But, yeah, the week after, it'll be interesting to see if Cronk does play and uh, the health of those players coming out of origin. Will Chambers will be the fifth player uh, for Melbourne, also included this year. So, feeling the pinch, but hopefully a decent run home for them. But that wraps up our review of the games from the weekend. We'll jump in now and play our Lions game, brought to you by SportingBet.com. Uh, we'll pick our Lions, see who wins out of me and Brock, and just go through the odds of the games for the upcoming round. Time for our Lions game brought to you by SportingBet.com. And if you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, there's no better bet than a Sporting Bet. Brock, charity bet update. We don't know the total just yet, but you got on the Sharks last week, I believe. Mm, four hundred. Hundred dollars on uh, four dollars, or a little bit over four dollars. Four fifty. So that they paid a nice little amount there. That's a nice little kickback to the charity account. It's been a bit up and down with some of the results this year. That's for sure. It has been. Yeah. Um, but we'll jump into our Lions game. Starting off with Friday night, it's the Bulldogs at home to play the Manly Seagulls. Uh, you've gone the line to Manly minus three and a half. I've gone at minus seven and a half. The actual line at a dollar ninety is minus nine and a half. I'm a bit on tilt with the NRL at the moment. I can't, I can't pick it. Tipping and all the rest of it's been a bit odd. The dogs at three dollars fifty-five to have no halves, no Josh Morris. T Rex will obviously play. Uh, don't know as far as 
being in the Origin squad as 18th man or whatnot afterwards. Uh, Manly, $1.30. Only going to be missing Cherry Evans. What may obviously already out um, previously from his suspension, and they beat the Roosters last week. So you think with Fyre and the Stewart brothers and their back line, they can probably handle that loss better than the Dogs will. Mm. They really lack uh, structure without their halves, and they've got the forward pack, but they lack points when the halves aren't there. Yeah, they and do. they struggle for points at the best of the times with their halves there. They're not really a big scoring side. So uh, St. George on Saturday night at home at um, against the Cowboys, you've gone minus six and a half. Uh, I've gone minus ten. It's minus nine and a half to the St. George Illawarra Dragons, who are paying a dollar twenty-eight. The Cowboys three seventy-five. No Thurston, Scott, Tarmow, Tate, obviously injured. Um, you know, a bit of a hard time, and obviously losing their Origin players. Michael Morgan is set to play supposedly, even though he's been named ninetieth man. St. George, they get to keep their halves, their hooker, most of their forwards. They do lose Marin and Dugan, but I think they've got the troops there to cover for that one. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, well, the other Saturday game, this one's an absolute shoe-in. Uh, the Roosters, I went minus 16.5. You went minus 18.5 against Cronulla. Minus 20.5. The Roosters, a eight favourites, easily the shortest favourites of the year. And the biggest outsiders of the year, the Cronulla Sharks, $8.25. <laughs> and I don't think you could even have a fiver on that. Because there is no possible way in hell without Luke Lewis, Paul Gallen, Todd Carney that they're going to win that game. Mm. Um, no, yeah. no way. Exactly right. Absolutely ridiculous odds there. Uh, Sunday, the West Tigers, as you mentioned before, at Sunny Old Leichhardt versus the Penny Panthers. I've gone minus 8.5 to Penrith. You've gone minus 6.5. It's minus 8. Uh, the Penny's thirty-eight, unaffected by Origin again. And the West Tigers, obviously, missing out on having Robbie Farrell and Aaron Woods and... Uh, a couple of injuries from last week, so they may be a little bit short on troops. They're $3.10. Uh, I really think Penner probably put a score up in this game, to be honest. Or I don't I, think so. I think they should. Not at Leichhardt on a Sunday. Mm. Well, Monday night wraps us up. It's South Sydney versus the Gold Coast away. I've gone minus 14.5 to South. You went minus 16.5. Uh, this one's a split. 15.5 with the bookies. Uh, yeah. South Sydney, they get to keep their halves. Um, you know, Obviously, they've got the international forwards and they've got eyes at Luke. Your mob, the Titans, there they lose a couple of forwards. Obviously, Ashley Harrison's retired. Still some injuries, and uh, yeah, a couple of boys Origin. So they're five dollars fifty. South Sydney, a dollar fifteen favourites. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. They'll flog them. They'll flog them. You reckon yeah. South will have to put the cleanest on? They should do. Yeah, they should do. We look, who have the Titans got? They lost a heap. Paul Carter's back. They've in. got no That's about it. I didn't. Uh, didn't say they're the first ones to name their lineup. So I think they named Albert Kelly, but they missed Caesar. Uh, you know, there's not enough in the forwards this week. I think that's where they'll get murdered. South should tear them apart. Well, exactly. I mean, name me their forward pack. I, I, I don't want to look at their forward pack. Yeah, well, Dave Taylor might be named. He's, he's a 50-50 at this point in time. But you take him, Miles, Harrison obviously been injured, Bird out. Carter may come back in, but they're short strip. It's going to be Matt White, Luke Bailey, these kind of exactly. blocks filling in. He'll just get absolutely stomped The Burgess on. brothers and yeah. whatnot. So I think I'd back them. T.O. and the halves still being there. Uh, to be in favour of South Sydney. Yep. But uh, that one there means you got one right, I got three right, we split one, I've won again. The score on the Lions is now 10-6. So I've kicked away a little bit there. You scrape back for a while, we were 5-5, but I've taken off and won uh, this, five This period's pretty difficult to... Um, well, yeah, it's just it's difficult to pick the Lions. I, I don't yeah. know. Some of those, I'm, I'm on tilt with some of those lines. I'm doing all right. I so can't believe it. Happy days for me. 10-6, but that wraps us up. Like we said before, keep your eyes peeled uh, for our sporting bet, free bets that we give away on the Pick the Score competitions. And, guys, if you win one, please uh, actually inbox us if you win. 
Uh, the previous week, I tagged two of our winners, and you've never inboxed or applied or done anything. You've you've taken your time to ride on the status. You've won. You've just missed out on a hundred dollar free bet. You'd be stupid not to inbox us back. So. Uh, unless you get in contact, please don't either do what someone else has done before and whinge six weeks later or something for something that we probably can't even backtrack to. If you've won it, try and get in contact us, uh, with us within that week or two so we can actually within the day stay in contact and uh, you know get the free. You know whether you pick the score or not. Well, yeah, if you're going to bother put one up and we tag you as well, you should see it. So yeah. keep your eyes open. There's free bets on the line, people. But a big thank you, as we said, to Sporting Bet. We'll update you on our charity bet total. And remember, there's no better bet than a sporting bet. Now, it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. And I believe, uh, Brock, you want to kick things off here? With what? Oh, yeah. Cronulla. Winners. And Gossip, you called me an idiot last week. And you know what? You were right. <laughs> you should have seen the sledging I copped on bloody Twitter and Facebook on Thursday and Friday. How the hell did you tip Cronulla? You're an idiot. You're a goose. I said, you're telling me nothing I don't know, but Cronulla are going to win. All right? So at 22 nil down, I was waiting for the barrage to come. And there were a few early birds that, that started to snipe through. But, yeah, I turned uh, it off. I turned it off. Oh, I changed the channel. I was watching and something else. I can't remember what it was. Surely, surely. Like people, kill. people started attacking me on Twitter after about fifty minutes in the in the uh, Sharks game. I'd attack and, uh, too. Yeah. Well, don't go off early, as they say. Uh, all I can bit say. of sniffing, buddy, sniffing stiff. That's well, what they need. Don't go off early. <laughs> well, all I can say is if uh, you change your channel to watch anything else other than Hard to Kill with Steven Seagal on a Friday night, Steven Seagal, you messed up. Yeah. Yeah. He had his beads on and his his ponytail just. Kicking ass, Stephen. That's right. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, um, mate, uh, what's what's in the pipeline this week? You got much for us? Yeah, not a lot, boys, for this time of year. But there's a few things here to keep us keep us going throughout the potty. But um, I guess guess first of all, we'll go with um, the biggest news of the week. That's Todd Carney. And to be honest, boys, I thought that um, Brock was the only one that drank piss when he drinks an Italian beer. But obviously, Todd Carney does as well. <laughs> Uh, I've only had one tonight. I had a super dry tonight. Everyone would be no, happy. That's right, man. Good Australian beer, so yeah, keep it local, son. But look, there's a lot of people, uh, of course, on Twitter that's sticking up for him, which I find quite amazing. Seeing his rap sheet, but look, that aside, boys, he was on his last warning, and from what I was hearing, he was out anyway. That's why they chased Benji hard. Um, look, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It's sort of been done to death in the media at the moment, but you know, there's rumours saying that um, David Riolo is trying to speak with Melbourne and then the, the, the Melbourne press is saying that's not going to happen. But, boys, can you see him staying in NRL or going overseas? Well, the NRL should just deal with it straight up and say, bang, life ban, problem solved. Well, Jim Don't want to be talking about it because this is not what we want on the back page of the paper. Yeah, well, Jim Doyle came out and said today that they're not going to issue him with a life ban, but they'd be very surprised if anyone wanted to register him and then on the flip side whether they would register him. So... Realistically, he's just dancing around saying it's a life ban, really. Well, basically, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, just I, dancing around the fact. He doesn't want to say that out loud. At the moment, they're just saying, look, we're not going to register a contract that comes through in the foreseeable future, yeah, which basically, yeah, he's, he's I mean, screwed. this year and next year. And, and by that stage, Carney's not going to wait around that long. He's just going to go and, and, and go to the Super League or do whatever. So, Yeah. 
Well, I think they, they took the hard stance with, um, what's his name, Blake Ferguson this week too, so that hopefully sets a precedent. So. Well, I mean, that's, uh, I don't know whether you're going to go on to that, but that clown, they've set him bloody counselling and stuff to do, and he hasn't done it, and yet he tries to go to the NRL to register a contract. I mean, obviously his IQ hasn't improved since he, uh, and they said it he got stood down. Only six weeks worth. He's been <laughs> off for ages. Exactly yeah. right. He's been off for almost 12 months. So, yeah, incredible. Uh, Todd Carney, I'm sick of hearing also that he's a good bloke. I don't care if he's a good bloke. We're all good blokes. You know, most of all, most of us, apart from me. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, well, if you're such a good bloke, stop stuffing up. Exactly, and stop making a fool of the people that entrust you. And like, how many fans has he burned this week at Cronulla? Yeah. Like people yeah, who would have right. went out and bought merchandise or who have got six on the back of their jersey or Carney on the back of their jersey and the kids that have got his posters up in the room. Like, he's let a lot of people down. Good blokes don't do yeah. that. So yeah, right. I'm a bit sick of it. There's, it's, there's still an element in the, in the game that is a boys' club. And... You know what? It's it's professional now. It's not like it used to be ten or fifteen years ago. It's it's a profession, and if you're not professional, you're not going to cut it. You're going to find yourself on the scrap heap. And I'd love to see him just go red pen, bang, see you later. We don't need you in the game. I, I would love I'd love him just to go one strike you're out. Yeah, he's played like a buster this year anyway, so I don't think we'll miss him too much. Exactly, exactly. It's probably his best game of the year on Friday, and then look what he does after it. So yeah, that's it, boys. Tried to kill his brother last week on Monday, Monday night. They were into each other, but um, yeah. And actually, it surprised me that he went to Newcastle. I've got to be honest. I, I thought he wanted to go back to Sydney, but I guess well, it's close enough to Sydney. It's New South Wales, but yeah, it did surprise me a little. I, I thought I thought he'd landed either the Dragons or the Panthers, but um, probably it's a good signing for Newcastle because they they need some youth in their forward pack. That's for sure because it, it's just aging. Yeah, well, realistically, I look at the Tar- uh, Tarek Sims replacing Jeremy Smith, probably. Jeremy Smith probably doesn't have much no. longer left. Probably that 13 jersey is more appropriate for him. They got... Uh, Plus, you've got Bo Scott and Chris Houston. Young and... Rocco is there. He'll be there for a little bit longer. You've just mentioned Scott and Houston. Corbin will end up playing in one of those spots as well. So, yeah. him and his brother will probably both be in the back row at some stage. They should, they should go after Ashton. Yeah, take Ashton with you. So, you could have the Sims v Burgess forward pack battle. Yeah. <laughs> because let's face it, Ashton he, he rolled up the old brotherly love with the with the Burgesses on the weekend. I loved it. He went nuts. It was tops. Oh, but head. I love to see the three Sims versus the four Burgess. I'd I'd love to see him use the tomahawk again, that flying elbow he did the other year and split so much for it. <laughs> he, he does have a screw. He got like six weeks for it, but it was the best thing yeah. I've ever seen. The tackle was done, and the bloke fell over with the flying tomahawk elbow and just chopped someone open. I've got to say, uh, me and Louis, big fans of Ashton Sims. We yeah. get really excited during Cowboys games when he comes. I start yelling at the team. Starts to try and give away a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the field. Oh, it's excellent. I'd have him at Melbourne. Just yeah. let him run for five minutes and just let him rough someone up. Craig Bellamy's the best. I'd let him start the game if I was Paul Green. Craig Bellamy loves role players. You just go. You got five minutes to go get unleashed. Four weeks, all right. You yeah. pick the best player out there and just go murder somebody. You go, okay, coach. <laughs> Especially with the concussion rules, they have to go off for that right. out. Ashton's got it sorted. Uh. Yeah, that's true. All right, boys, the Dragons, they're looking for a little bit of muscle um, in that pack. We've been talking about this all year as well, but look, they, they want Martin Kennedy and possibly Ben Hunt as a double, so um, <laughs> interesting signing to, to p
Martin <laughs> Kennedy. Martin, Martin Kennedy. Martin No Leg Speed Kennedy. Bloody hell, you wouldn't get a run for Glenmore Park. Not at the moment. <laughs> you can't go get 400k from the Broncos, be hated by everybody, and then expect to just move on. Yeah. And I wouldn't want him. He's he's, he's on big cabbage too, isn't he? Yeah, 400. He's wow. on the big coin. That's what they're going to clear him. I'd just ditch him, like I said, to keep Maguire. If they're going to upgrade Maguire, it's pretty straightforward. The bloke's killing it. He plays big minutes and he's in the origin squad. And then you've got another bloke, 400, built like a Mack truck with no leg speed playing Q Cup. Yeah. You're not getting paid for money. No, no, you're not getting your bang for no. your buck. Bloody hell. Move him on. And uh, to, the, to the Dragons, I could think of better front rows to go after than Martin Kennedy. Jesus Christ. Right, yeah. Exactly. Um, Tao Moga boys, I spoke about him in the last potty. Um, off to the Cowboys immediately, obviously, to replace Brent Tate. Um, heard for quite a few seasons now how good Tao Moga is going to be, so let's see if he can pull his socks up. He's got some first grade time now. So. Yeah, well, he's had he's had a lot of operations, but hasn't he? Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah. The, hopefully the ACL curse doesn't you know yeah. continue from the Brent Tate jersey to him. He had a couple of injuries early on. Uh, he had one in the preseason after he recovered the second time, so... Uh, two, he's done pretty well. I watched Cup the other week. He's definitely a step above that. He, he's ready to come back in. He looks in good nick. Um, and I probably couldn't think of a better place to go if you were trying to establish yourself uh, again. He's got Jonathan Thurston feeding the pill, so it's probably not a bad place to go if you yeah, want to play some centre. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then, yeah, we'll make our judgments. And health. Him. You want health, though. It's like Loco. Every time I see Loco, like last yeah, year, it you just get, seems a, you like get now, a taste. Once, once you get one knee injury, it's it's almost it's just a matter of time before it happens again. Well, that's pretty much how it worked out with me. It delayed yeah. for a little bit, and then the well, doctor... Anyone, all these guys yeah, are in grade. You know, they get one, and they get another. Yeah, but you know the one another. thing that the doctor said that I didn't believe? You're more likely to do your good one after than because you are you know, to do the one as hard as the other one. Oh, it's not even that. The it's just pretty much, uh, you know, the one that eventually ended it, for me, was my good leg that I'd never had an operation on. I had four or five on my left. But out of nowhere, that one ended up being twice as worse as the others. So uh, Brent Tate's done the four. Moga's done two on the same knee. Mm. But he's been good for about 18 months now. So hopefully that continues. Um, from what I saw of him, he's a great player. And, uh, yeah, health health is all you wish. Same as Loka. I haven't seen him in a while, but every time I get a glimpse, I want to watch him play more, and he just can't seem to get on the field. So. Yeah. Interesting one for Brocky here. Mark Manachello has been told by the Titans he's no longer one of the club. Oh, about time. <laughs> <laughs> Top so, Obviously, you're happy with that one. But look, he's been a good club, and I guess for the Titans for the past, God knows how long he's been there now. But look, not many, not much interest from anyone clubs, as you can imagine. But um, no. I dare say he'll head off to the UK Super League. Yeah, and you know what? Well, there's a few that could follow him as well. Definitely your mob. <laughs> hashtag yeah, Luke Bailey. Up. Hashtag Matt White. Yeah, well, Matt White got a new deal, so you stuck with him for a while. Bloody hell. Yeah, don't get me started. I'm going to go on a rant, but I'm not. Because <laughs> no one cares about the Titans that listens to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. Fair I just drown in my sorrows. Tipped that earlier in the podcast that he get the he get the gig. Yeah, he's got, he's got the gig currently, but um, okay. I'm hearing that Steve Price might get the gig for the rest of the year and stay on as an and, assistant. But... And that was our number two. Boom. Yeah, we're on the yeah, money. The go. boys are on the money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look, look, Steve Price. Look, he's he's um, loved by many, hated by many, but um, look, he was a good assistant to Wayne Bennett at, at, at the Dragons for for a number of years. So. Well, you know, at least he's got a gig, I guess. Muddy Elliott's still 
delivering newspapers, I think, at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. look, Matty couldn't possibly get another job. There's no way. He can't? No. He, no. He, no. He, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. No, I'm not saying that he should. But I'm saying he probably will. No. There'll be a club out there desperate enough to sign no. him. He <laughs> can keep meditating in his little garden he's got going. Yeah. Just keep chilling out. He ain't getting... Oh, look, I, I, I can't see a problem with Price getting another gig. Um Look, I, I, I thought he did an ordinary job once Bennett left, but he didn't get left with a you know, a great deal of uh, favours. Yeah, well, all I can or say... Much, much in his favour, that's for sure. Like He sort of got left when they were sliding and... Um, he couldn't sort of seem to stem the flow um, back into the positive, I guess. But yeah, well, um, maybe he's a good assistant. There's a lot I'm, of guys out there that are just a good assistant. Oh, yeah, they're not. They're not made out to be head coach. I'm going to hang my hat on it. You don't come out the start of the year and say I finally got the roster I wanted. All right. Yeah, well, I think he had to say that. Nah. He, he had to. He had, he, well, he wouldn't have made it. if He if he would have been gone anyway, regardless of whether he the said that or not. The moment he came up with that comment and said... He was we'll, lucky probably not to go last year. We'll be going. We'll, we'll go great. You know, like smart one, Steve. Thumbs up to you, chump. Confidence is good. Yeah, well, like confidence. that confidence worked out fairly ordinarily. Oh, he would have gone anyway. Yeah, he should have gone earlier. He, oh. he crashed the Ferrari earlier. Oh, bloody hell. Get that axe out of his back. There's no axe in the back. I've been calling for his head for two years. Yeah, well, I, I, I uh, look. They could do worse. They could still have Peter Sharp. Well, he doesn't want to coach. It's simple. There, so. It's a stopgap, though. You know, Flanagan's coming back, so who cares? He takes the job for the next ten yeah. weeks. I'm not worried about. Well, it. the conversation we had earlier, gossip, was that we we sort of said, look, they need to um, work out who are they going, to, are going to be the assistants next year and just give them the job because you don't yeah, want right. you don't want someone in there that's going to contradict what Flanagan's trying to do and uh, it makes sense if, if Shepard and uh, Price are going to be his assistants next year then. Um, get them on and, and get them on as co-coaches. Who cares? It'll take a bit yeah, of pressure definitely. off in the media as well. So, yeah, definitely, the most logical choice. Yeah, yeah, uh, boys. And one, I got an email this time last week, and uh, when I saw this email, I laughed, and now I'm laughing even harder now since the Carney uh, debacle. And that's um, Arana Tamara. Uh, been at a thousand clubs. Uh, did get an email from a fairly good source saying that the Sharks are looking at him. Look, he, he's playing decent football at the moment for the Jets, but wow. That'll be uh, what, his 15th club? Yeah, well, that's just it. And, and with the Carney saga of the weekend, the Jets, it wouldn't be good publicity to announce that signing. Mm. Yeah, good old two beer Arana has a couple. And then he's... Well, I'll tell you what, he's, he's done some bad things in his time, but he hasn't pissed in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Could, could be worse. He has broken jaws, though. He's a fairly aggressive man with a few yeah. beers on him. Well, he stole a bloody prescription pad last time, didn't he? Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with it. Uh, get, all, get all the Oxycontin you want, Arana. Yeah. I'm with you. Hook me up. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> right, the last one for the night, some good news, and that's Jake Friend, former bad boy, now probably one of the best hookers in the game, um, signing a big deal with the Roosters until 2018, so I'm happy for the young fella. Uh, even though he's come out in the media all week and, and, and saying how much of a good bloke Tom Carney is, which gives me the shits. But, look, good, good player and um, deserving of the signing. Yeah, you're misinterpreting it. He's good to drink with, and that's what he's getting at. Obviously. Yeah. But, uh, no, great. Yeah, obviously, because his shout's for free. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony's a good bloke. He's BYOing, all right. Tony. <laughs> he's BYOing. Uh, well, no, I love Jake Friend. I reckon he's uh, top-notch. I thought McCulloch would probably be the heir to the throne for the, the Queensland hooker spot, but to be honest, I think Jake Friend has got it hands down at this point in time. Yeah, he's an elite hooker. He deserves elite money. Simple as that. Simple as that. He's, uh, he's earned the cash, so hopefully he doesn't uh, end up in the long list of repeat offenders. 
but it doesn't look that way. It looks like he's got his life on track and he's playing good footy, so good on him. Straight and narrow and Mr. Consistent that doesn't go a week uh, where you watch the Roosters and never say Jake Friend let him down. The player no, gives 110% every single For the week. last 48, uh, 48, 24 months or two years, he's been sensational. So Since, since yeah. Robinson got to the club, he's, he's been great. Agreed. Good times. Well, mate, uh, that was probably the only one I was after. I saw a little bit about the a loco and Inu swap. I know it's probably not going to happen, but please tell me that's not true. Yeah, yeah I've been trying to dig some more mail up on that, but that seems to have gone quiet. But, um, yeah, like you, I don't think it's the best thing to happen. Oh, loco for Inu. Loco for Inu. I understand Loco's been injured. I, I'd probably be more reluctant... Um, Is it just for the rest of this year and then they can get rid of Christian? Because he'll, he'll come across and play 10 pearlers. Yeah, I just don't know. Because that's what he does. Yeah, but the yeah. thing about the, the, the Loco thing, I'd more just be looking to sit down and redo the deal because I think he took up a fair bit of space last yeah. year. He denied a, a deal from the Warriors to stay for about half a million. I'd be more sitting down and saying, look, you've been out for, you know, repeat seasons. They need to probably restructure how much money he's getting. I the, know NRL, the NRL should allow clubs to just push still pay him the, the money, but but free up the space so you can go and pick someone up. Well, that's the only reason it was brought up, and that's what worried me, because at the end of the day, you don't even need to be healthy in 12 what months. Are they, what do they call it in the NFL? IR. Put them on injury yeah, reserve. Injury reserve they just, get paid off They off get the paid side. off the cap, and you can get someone else in to fill the hole. Yeah, and the only other one I saw, uh, Carlos Tumavave going to Newcastle. Good sign on all that kid. So sign Wayne Bennett, he's doing some good things after all the trouble they've had, thank God. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll jump into our tips now, starting off Friday. Oh, well, hold on. Quick update. Gossip got three. Me and Brock got two. So you've skipped out to 71. I'm on 64. Brock's on 60. So the gap... And I got the Sharks. The gap is massive. $4.50. <laughs> Brock's at 11. 11 behind you. I'm 7 behind you. It's just... It's almost a write-off here. There's going oh, to have to be a big no run. No more home. Panda. 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 <laughs> Trigger words. But uh, we start uh, this origin interrupted round off with the Dogs versus Manly on Friday night. Brock, what way are you going? Manly. Have to go Manly. I almost said dogs then. You thought about it? Yeah. I saw the d, 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 and then you couldn't get it. And then I remember that's why I'm 11 behind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I'm going to go the Eagles as well. Um, They lose Cherry Evans, but Little John's good replacement. Watman hasn't been there anyway, so it's only one change to their side, and they were great last week. Dogs are pretty heavily affected, so. And bugger all points in the dogs, no offence to them. Actually, no, screw the dogs. (laughs) Yeah. No point. Not not many points (laughs) in them at the best of times, so. Oh, that, that's yeah. What about you, Josh? Yeah, he's at seven. Josh Jackson's at six. Mate, so Parramatta dusted him last time. I'm worried. I'll tell you what, the Manly side's much better than the Parramatta side, so. Yeah, they'll, Manly by they'll get crunched. Right. I'll tell you what annoys me, but we're ANZ members, right? Oh, this is a game that I'd go in and watch if it was top side v top side, and it's just poo v poo. Yeah. It's right, seriously, yeah. it's rubbish. Well, well, mate, why that, ruin a game like this? They wasted plenty of these games. We played. Oh, we've mate. played South. Melbourne's played South and the Cowboys and all these teams during the Origin period. They're the ones that sh- they should be playing outside of the Origin period. Oh. They should be feeding this Canberra and all these other teams during that time. That's my panda moment for panda. 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 Right. Uh, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Saturday St George Illawarra versus the Cowboys. Who cannot win away from home, and I'm going to follow that trend. I'm going to stick with the Dragons. Yeah, Dragons. Yeah. yeah, yuck. Yeah, down the drain as well. That's just a good Monday night. I feel um, dirty. You feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Need a good dead old bath. Have yeah, a bit of scrub. Hundred percent. Get the germs off. Uh, Saturday again. You have got the Sydney Roosters. Oh, 
Really? Dollar eight favourites. Black Caviar. Sharks, $8.25 on sporting, but the biggest outsiders, minus 20 and a half if you like a dollar ninety one. Yeah, you like those apples. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. And I reckon that should be the half timeline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm thinking this is a clean sweep on the Roosters, is it not? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I tipped the, tip the Sharks last week. It's, it's, it's that obvious I didn't even get a reply from both uh, of you. I shan't be doing it again. Oh, yeah, you're, you're off that bandwagon. You've got, you got your one fluke, you're out now. Oh, fluke. It's, uh, oh, Sunday, we've got the West Tigers versus the Penny Panthers uh, at Leichhardt there, but down on Troops. I saw an Nofaluma was named, but they've obviously lost Tedesco, Simona, no... Uh, Oh, what am I getting over? No Woods, no Farrah, Penrith, pretty much untouched. The Origin period's been really kind, so I'm going the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers, but this is a uh, this is D-Day game for Panthers. Yeah, they need to bounce back yeah. here. Yeah, oh, you know what? It's uh, a bogey team for the Panthers. The Tigers always seem to beat them. In fact, I can't remember the last time the Panthers beat the Tigers. Probably 2010 or 2009. It's been a very long time between drinks, but. Mm. And I, I don't know how... They've named Sal, but, jeez, I don't know if he's going to play, boys. He'll play. Too good. Wow. Wow. I, I'm going to go the upset. I'm going to the Tigers. Well, that's wow. <laughs> Tigers no, that's, like this, is, this is the only game I sort of... I tossed up about. But I just think Penrith will be chomping at the bit. Okay. Be like, <laughs> no, if you've picked them with um, valid reasons. I, I had the same concerns, so... Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. shock me, especially at Leichhardt Sunday Arvo. But well, let's put um, it this way: if they lose to the Tigers without those players there, Penrith shouldn't be in the eight. Oh, and they will land in the eight, but if they can't beat a team, yeah, you're right. Woods, Tedesco, right. Simona, four down, untouched. They got issues. But I just yeah, think I mentally, last week, I mean, with the travel and they, they would have been really up for that game, and they, they had some things go against them in that game. I just think it's it's uh, it smells a little bit of a. Um, yeah, maybe an upset. All I can say, hard nah. Turn, oh, I agree. <laughs> but as a co- as a coach, this is one you're really going to be focusing on trying to get them up for. I'm just yelling and screaming like I do every week. Yeah. on the locker. That, that seems to work for me all the time. But yeah. uh, we wrap things up yeah, Monday and, night. Go, go mate. you go, mate. I, mean, I was going to say, and as fans of of your, of your own clubs, you you know you can sense when your team is going to have a loss sometimes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I had a bad feeling last definitely. night, and I was very quiet for the whole game. I also left with five minutes. To That's go the too. feeling I have every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that dark feeling that you get, besides the other ones, and I'll be at ANZ Stadium. I might be the only person there. Yeah. Well, and last year, last year I think we uh, we rolled the Rabbitohs on Monday night, but it shan't be happening this year. Yeah, I'll give you the tip. I haven't announced it. Thanks for that. Souths on Monday night at ANZ versus the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, you're fairly heavy outsiders. Five dollars fifty. We'll get smashed, but I'll be there. And a half. I'll right. be there. Yeah, I'm going any bunnies. supporters that whinge about how bad their team's going, your team could be going as bad as the Titans or the Sharks at the moment. So I'll be out at the game, freezing my nuts off on Monday night. Yeah, you're going from 1st to 12th now, isn't it? Something no, mate, that. it was always going to happen. I was the only one saying it as well. I said they're rubbish. Yeah, well, I'm going the Bunnies. That's pretty obvious. You're yeah. going the Bunnies, Gossip? Yeah, I'm going mm. the Bunnies as well, but I think it'll be close to their own things. Very rarely do we see a, a whitewash on a Monday night. Yeah, it's just an ugly night of the week, old Monday, isn't it? Just throws up yeah. Barry, Barry Crocker over again. I might back the Titans. Might back the Titans with the start, with the start, yeah. and have about eighteen schooners and get on a train by myself. He likes old City Rail, having conversations with people on the quiet trams, quiet trailers. He gets in there and annoys people. I love it when he's looking. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls your earphones out and tries to start convos with people that listen to their iPods. People need to be more social. <laughs> people need to be. Just, 
<laughs> they need to be more attentive to Brock's age when exactly. he's working on the train, right? When the Titans get pounded by 30. <laughs> Uh, I can see it now. Yeah, Russell well, Crowe, if you're listening, I wouldn't mind lift home. Oh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got, oh, well, Russell Crowe, if you need any extras for another movie, I'm in tip-top shape at the moment. Absolutely physical prime. So if you need any backup, <laughs> right in chat. Uh, I just got rid of, I just got rid of my Jesus beard because for I'm, the for the sequel for the wrestler, yeah. you could be I'll, I'll, Nicky Rourke. <laughs> I was like Nicky Rourke Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I drink, oh, I drink like Nicky Rock, so you got to yeah. I don't smoke like Get him, that in you, Nicky. I, I do drink like him. Drink like a fish. Oh, tops. All right. Well, we've only got one different there. You've gone the Tigers, we've gone the Pennies, so pretty basic ground during Origin as it always is. But uh, thanks a lot for filling us in, mate. We'll speak to you next week. No worries. Thanks, lads. See you, mate. See you, buddy. Alrighty, well, before we head into our wrap-up, we have a bit of a fan forum to finish things off. So, Brock, what's been chucked up on the wall? Uh, the NRL Profits has asked us if uh, is Carney, if Carney went into the UFC, would it be a good move? <laughs> if Carney went into the UFC, <laughs> mate, he'd get absolutely destroyed. I agree. I'd imagine him out in the town. He'd have plenty of mates around him. I don't think he'd be fighting his own fight if anything broke out. So, uh, no, nah, definitely wouldn't survive in the UF. Tops. All right. Matty um, on Twitter's asked us, should Laurie have named Mansour on the wing? Well, statistically, and from what I've seen this year, everything backs Mansour being better. I'm sure Tafu's numbers are probably better even for his half games than what uh, Mick Menace has dished up. I, I know he's being loyal and he says he wants to take experience, but the series over, champ. Mm. You should have blooded somebody you're going to use in, the, use in the next couple of years and taken that free chance to give someone some experience. Agreed. Ben, uh, ben McDermott, uh, do you think Wayne Bennett will stay in Newcastle? I think Wayne Bennett uh, should stay in Newcastle. That's probably the easiest way to sum it up. Whether he will or won't, uh, he's usually a good person I consider of high character, so I think if he is of that character and the situation that's currently there, I think he will see Yeah, there. I think the only place At he'll At least move, another year. I I'd think love to see the Titans go after him. I'd love to see him finish at Brisbane. I know people say it's a waste of time, but I disagree. I'm a bit nostalgic like that. I'd love to see him started. Uh, go to the Titans when it come for us. But I think if he went to Brisbane, he'd clean the joint out. Because to be honest, there's a few things there that shouldn't be there. But uh, yeah, I reckon he'll stay. I think he's a person of higher character. I think he'll stay there for one more year. Chris France, similar question to the one around Mansour. How does he get? Uh, how, what does Mansour need to do to get into Origin? Why did they pick McManus? So, what do you what do you think the thought is? But obviously, he said experience. Um, he said experience. He's been there before. He doesn't want to take someone in. Yeah, which is I, that's rubbish. Though. I don't think you're going to pick Mansour in game one next. Ah, uh, sorry, you're not going to pick McManus game one next year. That's what I'm getting at. You just so wasted your opportunity to free blood somebody in Queensland, knowing that I'm not saying the game doesn't mean anything, but it doesn't have the series in the line. Mm. So it's virtually a free shot to give somebody that run and give them that experience, exactly, yeah. so they're good to go. And it to me, it would have been. To but let's face up. it. As much as we want to win the game, and, and of course we want to win three 0 We've won the series. Yeah, we're done. And now the focus needs to be on winning next year's Tafua series. Tafua or Mansour, or I would have picked Croker, one of those three. No, I think Joe as, as a Sharpie on the wing. I know we said But Richard, I think Mansour's been more consistent. Yeah, but I know we said Richard's earlier, but I wouldn't have gone an older bloke. I would have no. taken that free crack to pick one of these blokes that's going to play in the next couple of years. Agree. All right, Chris France again. Um, he said, I'm, I'm glad the NRL rejected Blake Ferguson's appeal. Um, what are your thoughts on him? Well, for me, I don't think they should have him back at all. Well, six weeks of counselling was all he was set to do, and he hasn't and done, he hasn't it. done it. He's been That's... off for 12 months, so if that doesn't sum up, uh, you know... I'm sick of I'm sick of these blokes kicking sand in the face of the game, and you know what? We're, we're too easy to forgive, or too quick to forgive. Right? 
the black eye that some of these blokes give um, the game, I, I don't think it's warranted. I, Nah, well, I'd six, like to see clubs band together. I'd like to see clubs band together and say, no, nah, if, if someone's sacked for, you know, vulgar or, or um, police-related, uh, you know, domestic-related um, incidents, no-one signs them. Mm. Leave them out on their pat. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Jay Orchard, what do the Cowboys do uh, once Lachlan Coote returns? Shift Matt Morgan to the halves or keep him out the back? Yeah, I think well. it's uh, a foregone conclusion he'll stay at the back. He's just been picked for Queensland, so... Mate, is that what you do? Cut him. That's what you do. Simple. <laughs> He's had a million injuries uh, at Penrith. I don't think he went up there on mega bucks anyway, and they've got all those kind of spots filled, mm. honestly. Like, Thurston's still got another couple of years to run. Ray Thompson is there. I don't know whether they're going to keep Louis or not. They reckon at the moment they're threatening to lose weight and uh, hold on to his spot. Um, but to be honest, someone who's torn a peck, had a shoulder done his knee and then done his knee again barely stays in the field I, I couldn't be paying him no. Michael Morgan's got the back sign up Thurston's there Ray Thompson's there Louis's there I think uh, there's plenty of other ways they could go as far as backups but I don't see where he fits at the moment Denny Bensley uh, a bit of a long question but relevant um, he'd like to hear our thoughts on the Carney issue versus <clears throat> Robert Louis obviously the, yeah, I had my opinion uh, with you the hang on a sec I'm going to finish this one he, he says uh, <coughs> is it unfair to compare them um, is it the fact the Sharks are not able to absorb another PR blow I'm guessing that's uh, in relation to him being sacked or is it the fact that it was so public and what are your thoughts um, on questions that are too long and long winded <laughs> Well, there's, there's no, no, that's all right. There's no Danny, problem. I thought that's uh, it's a, I good question. It was a good question. Um, it is a good question. Look, I, for me, I've got a. I, I think the Robert Louis one is much worse mm. because he's affected someone else. Todd Carney is only he has only a, affected himself. He bashed a woman and he did it multiple times. Yeah. Um, look, and they're both stupid and they're both negligent and they're both uh, worthy of being sacked. They're just on different levels, I guess. I'll be a hundred percent honest though. If you told me today that those two issues happen at the same time and is both of them going to get sacked, I probably wouldn't have thought uh, Carney... If Carney didn't have that rap sheet, I don't think he gets sacked. If it's someone else... No, they get sacked. ...who's been in the game for four or five years, I'm not 100% sure whether a club no. would have had that act or you know the registration. But the Robert Louis thing, I can't believe how... If you're the CEO of a club, you yeah, wouldn't sack a player that did that? I would. But I'm saying with a cleaner rap sheet than Todd Carney, I reckon they'd get picked up pretty quick again. I don't think there'd be such a big layoff. And that's the issue in the game. And that's what I'm getting at. That's my opinion on that side. I'm not saying it's right. But if that was a player who'd been playing four or five years with a clean record and did something like that, yeah, and they were a good player, I reckon they'd be fine. Look, and he, he goes on to ask about the fact that the Sharks aren't able to absorb another PR blow. Well, it's funny he said that because the day after, Peter Sharps was on, so it's another PR blow well, yeah. in itself. I mean, mate, Danny, they're going to get another PR blow when this Asada investigation wraps well, up. I said it earlier on, and I'll say it again. They're, they're going to go... They're going to bloody batten down the hatches they, Sharks they fans. let go Peachy they let Frizzell go they let Townsend go anything good that was there they've pretty much cleaned out they've got a bunch of old players there that are chewing up most of their cap and going to be gone in a couple of years and the only ones they've managed to hold on to are Farmanu Brown Valentine Holmes they should have kept Leisha and all these blokes and pretty much had six or seven genuine first graders ready to go so what needs to happen is a complete breakdown from top to toe they need better management. They need football brains in there because obviously their recruitment policy has been absolutely ridiculous, and they're not getting much help uh, on a sponsorship front or the way they run their club. It's similar to Penrith. They need a Penrith complete resurface. Everything needs to be done. If this was a, an ugly brick house, it needs a full render. All that stuff needs to be covered up <coughs> and uh, disappear. Yeah, I, look, Penrith was similar ten years ago. They were letting all their juniors go and signing guys that were past it, um, 
and look at them now. So, I mean, they just need someone in there that's going to make a difference. Look, and the last, to answer the last question, is it the fact it was so public? Of course it is. Yeah. If the photo didn't, <clears throat> didn't go viral, uh, no, we wouldn't even be talking and I, about I it. I said it again earlier. If your highest paid player, your marquee signing, when you have no sponsor, is probably the bloke that you bring in uh, for sponsorship meetings or these kind of attractive things, or he's, he's your headliner and he does something like that, you're definitely not going to be able to pull a major sponsor. No. So you've got to cut toys. Alrighty, Jordan Palmer, would you guys risk your own health to play a rep game and even possibly injure yourself even more, or would you sit out the rep game so you're 100% for your club? Long story short, club mm. before rep or rep before club? Well, club pays my bills. and If I'm a coach, I'm saying club yeah. before rep. If I'm a player, I'm saying rep before club. And this is why, again, the NRL has to come step in again. in these situations and either compensate clubs if their star players are injured or have an independent doctor that assesses every every player that's selected for rep football and rules them out or rules them in. Yeah, I'm all for Simple. that. But I remember having injuries to play, and you think about it logically. If you are at risk of doing yourself in for a, a period of time, there's, there's only so far you can push the boundary. Mm. Play with niggles or you know injuries you think you can get through, 100% rep game, taking it every day of the week. But to what extent is the injury? That, that, that's probably my flip side of it. If you know you're busted and you well, can't I guess go, we're talking about Cooper Cronk. Yeah, they are. They reckon he's good to go. I think it's absolutely insane, to be honest. And if I'm Melbourne, I'm stomping my head and feet and uh, blocking my ears and trying to hold my breath until I pass out because I'm paying him. It's a dead rubber. That's my main issue. And someone, Robbie Hillier, I think, posted before saying it's the, you know, the highlight of our game and our feature and all this and if we take players away from it or whatnot, it's not going to be what it is. Well, that's all well and good, but it's not a decider. It's a dead rubber. Someone's paying his wages. It's not Queensland. No, I, look, I, I... If I'm a player... I, I wouldn't imagine he's going to play if he wasn't right. Yeah, I, I think well, Cooper Cronk is a, is a big club man down in... I understand your concerns. I totally agree. Especially if you're a club coach. No, but I'm also thinking from his perspective, put myself in his shoes, I'm not 20. I'm not 25 either. No. I'm 31 along with the other two blokes. So if but I do you also think it's, now, it's the fact that maybe... He's a little bit worried that Cherry Evans is playing well. Um, Benny Hunt was put into the last game. I think that's a big concern, to be honest. They pretty much all come out straight away after the two games saying, man, we miss Cronk. Mm. So I don't think he was ever under threat. I think it took that to realise how much they need Cronk. Yeah. All right, Matty Timbrell, you guys got any idea what Parrot are doing letting Loco go to the Dogs? Tonga gone at season's end. Has Morgan... Uh, shown Brad Arthur enough in the last few weeks or are bigger plans in the works? Look, I... Uh, I think it's simple as money. Like we said with Mr. Gossip, they're, well, they're looking at a swap. and he, He's and on to... half a million dollars and he's barely playing. I don't want him to go either. But they need to restructure his deal, and that's the thing. How do you think you go to a manager and tell him, we don't want to pay you like half a million, he's barely played for three years? It won't happen. Mm. But on the flip side of that, um, if you were ever in a hole, I can tell you right now, I don't know how much you watch the Parramatta 20s or the juniors, but they have one of the best back lines in the comp. they got the top point scorer... Nathan Davis, who's a centre. they got Lavarka on the wing, who scored a ridiculous 18 times in 14 games. is built like a house. They took Fabian Goodall back from Manly. One of their local juniors who went over there was pretty much like George Tafua, just dominated on his own. And they got John Folau. He's Ralph Folau's little brother. So I'm telling you right now, some of those young forwards you've seen come through, they're not lacking in the backs either. No. There's three or four blokes there that are NRL quality standard and will be. And they're all junior reps. They're playing in those rep games. So, uh, yeah, Tonga's going to leave. And, and maybe the loco thing will get cut, but if that five hundred thousand dollars keeps you three of those young blokes, I'm more than happy for it to happen. If you can't get on the field, alrighty. Um, 
Why did Queensland pick Cronk? That's crazy. He hasn't played for weeks. Storm must be annoyed. That's from Chris France. This will be the last question. Look, I mean, they picked him because he's their best player. Well, he's the, their best they half. They pretty much said it. We missed the kicking game. They've gone on about it. Like, oh, we probably they probably haven't realised. And the Storm would be annoyed. And I'd be annoyed. But, I mean, the Storm... I'd, I'd hope that Cronk has been assessed by the Storm Doctor and cleared by the Storm Doctor. Well, I'd hope so too, because otherwise it'd be bloody stupid when you sit ninth to put up the last piece of the puzzle as far as us trying to push for our finals campaign. Mm. You need all three of those blokes there, so uh, I hope he's healthy, and if he gets injured again, I'm not going to be happy, I can tell you that much. Mm. That's it. That's it. That wraps the fan forum. Well, that takes us uh, to the end of the show here, but if you want to get in contact with us, as always, on Twitter, our handle is at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com and on Facebook. Head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. Just a reminder, as I've done the last couple of weeks, if you are still on Podomatic, it's time to move over to audioboo.com. We're on there. We're not hard to find. Uh, if you haven't switched the iTunes subscription since we canned it on there as well, very simple. Just retype our name in again and resubscribe. Very simple. But audioboo, uh, get that into your heads. We've still got a little chunk of people still on Podomatic, so... Uh, that, that subscription will be cut within the coming weeks. It's, it's time to move over to audioboo.com, our new home for our podcast. But as always, guys, for now, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 